All right, here for the Dominion Fire 360 channel, talking with Tom Scarella from Tom Scarella Ministries and uh, Share the Fire. Joining us today, talking about prophetic dreaming. And uh, Tom, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, you know, the scriptures talk a lot about dreams, and a, a lot of people don't realize that, um, you know, God, that, you know, God really speaks a lot about dreams throughout the scriptures. Like, for example, in the book of Job. Job is the oldest book of the Bible. That was the very first book ever written. And so he says, you know, for God may speak in one way or in another, yet man doesn't perceive it. And he says immediately, he says, in a dream or a vision of the night when deep sleep falls upon men. And uh, so one of the ways that God speaks to us is obviously through our dreams or in our dreams. And so he communicates with us that way. And other times God does something else is he will begin to take us, for a lack of better term, he will begin to take us and even possibly transport us to another location to minister to somebody because, you know, you're a spirit, soul, and body. So your soul and your body get tired. It goes all day long. And after 16 hours, it says, oh, I'm exhausted. I've got to sleep. I've got to rest. So here, a third of our lives were spent sleeping, literally a third of our lives. So, you know, can you imagine a person who lives 90 years old, literally 30 years of their life, they've spent sleeping. So God is very, very efficient. So why can't God use those hours, a third of your day to take you to minister to somebody that you'll never meet or you possibly might meet one day? And this has happened to me a few times that I know of uh, where I have gone in my dreams and I've been literally transported somewhere and I've ministered to a people or a people group or an individual um, that I've never even been to those nations before. Uh, this happened to us, um, happened to me once when uh, we were getting ready to go to England. When we were getting ready to go to England, we were about a year out and I had a dream that I was praying for a woman in a hospital and, and it was, you know, no big fanfare, no nothing. And so I didn't think much of it. And I shared it with my wife the next day, but a year later we went to go there and minister. So as we went to minister in various different parts of England, the second location we went was this place called Ashington. And so as we went there, um, I got done ministering and after ministering a guy, I was at my book table and just visiting with people. And we had so many miracles that night. These cripples walked. It was really awesome. So this guy comes over to the book table and he goes, Hey Tom, it's me. So I'm looking around like, who's he talking to? You know? And so I, he says, Tom, it's me. You don't remember me. And I, I said, what, what are you talking about? And the guy said, Tom, you don't remember a year ago. And he said, I went to go visit my mother in the hospital, and there you were praying for her, laying hands on her, praying for her in the hospital bed, and you stopped, and afterwards you shared the gospel with me, and I gave my heart to Jesus. And he went into this long story for several minutes describing about this event that I was there almost a year before, and as he's telling me, I'm remembering the dream. And so when he finishes, he's real teary-eyed. He's very serious. He's very emotional about it. He said, you told me to get you a Coca-Cola. So I went to the Coke machine and I came back and you were gone. 
And I remembered, boom, I remembered the fullness of the dream. And I said, brother, I've never been to, you know, to England ever in my life. And it was such a sign and a wonder to that guy. It just shook him to his core. And he just, it was like the fear of God just gripped him in that moment. Other times as well, it happened to me once in South Africa, uh, being transported somewhere. Several people, you know, witnessed me being in a building and, 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 and praying for people and stuff. And, and here I was sleeping on the other side of the world. Um, another instance as well. And so this thing has happened several times. So I was conversing with a prophet friend of mine, uh, probably six, seven years ago, and I was sharing this with him. And he started laughing. He said, you'll have to ask my people about all the times that I've had these instances take place. He said, one time I was in a dream where I was in Nigeria. And he said, I looked down and I didn't have any shoes on, but I was walking with this other prophet in Nigeria. And we were walking through the dust and the dirt and stuff. And we're walking and talking about Jesus and the goodness of God. And uh, he said, Boom, the next thing you know, I, I wake up. So he said, I, I wouldn't have thought anything of it except for I pulled back the covers to step out and my feet were full of mud. So literally, he had been transported to Nigeria. And the next day, the next morning, he got a phone call from that prophet who said, you came and visited me yesterday. I, you came and visited with me and we sat and talked for over a half an hour. And we walked through a field and <laughs> this prophet friend of mine was just blown away because of this strange sign and a wonder that, that God did. And so here, you know, once again, back to where I was, you know, here we are a third of our lives, spending a third of our lives sleeping. And God is such a good businessman and he's so efficient. He's not going to waste a third of our lives just allowing us to just lay there dormant, just resting when our spirit man is always awake. So God takes our spirit man in that time at, I'm not saying every night, but periodically. And I believe that we actually can go places. Now, this is not new age, you know, astral projection or anything like that. I don't believe in any of that stuff. Uh, that's all Hinduism and Buddhism. But let me just say this is that much of what is being done in Buddhism and Hinduism and Shintoism, as well as the New Age, much of that is a counterfeit of the power of God that's supposed to be flowing in the believer's life of the church. Because those Amen. are... Amen. You, you know what I mean? Yes. If those are, if those are yes. counterfeits, you know, like, like, for example, you'll never find a counterfeit $70, $17 bill because there's no real $17 bill. You'll, you'll find a counterfeit $20 bill because that means there's a real one. <laughs> so Correct. it's the same thing is true with that. So praise God, God's big, God's good. And he does wild things to get the attention of the lost. And a lot of times believers kind of get rocked in the midst of it as well. I, I, I mean, can you imagine? All right. Just think of this one. Just think, what was it like being in a boat in the middle of the sea, about ready to be shipwrecked, and there goes Jesus walking by you? Not towards you. The Bible says he was going to walk past them. 
And now listen, you know, for many of our events, <laughs> for many of our evangelical friends, they say, oh, there always is a purpose to it and people got to get saved from it and stuff like that. Well, wait a minute. No one was going to get saved. No one was going to see it other than 12 knuckleheads who are wet in the boat. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Before we cut out on this uh, just particular segment, if somebody wants to maybe start exploring this, because I believe that a lot of stuff of the spirit, you know, you got to work it a little bit. You got to practice some of these things. And uh, I know you told me that you didn't necessarily do something, but as a general rule, is there are things that people can do? Uh, because, you know, like whatever you kind of absorb before you go to sleep tends to work its way into your dream, like TV shows or music or whatever. Yeah. So if you pray in spirit before bed or read your Bible before bed or should you kind of just contemplate on uh, dream scriptures? Because what I dislike is when you hear something cool, but then they don't tell you how to do it. I don't like yeah. that. <laughs> so let's provide our audience <laughs> with a method. How would you suggest somebody start exploring this? The best thing to do. I mean, the number one best thing to do is get yourself a prayer, uh, a prayer journal or dream journal, you know, same thing and put it by your bed and make a deal with the Holy Spirit that, okay, if you give me a dream, no matter what time it is in the night, I will wake up and I will write the dream down. The book of Daniel is a book of, of, of a prophet who had multiple dreams. And this dreamer, the Bible says, I think it's seven times it says Daniel wrote the dream. He wrote the dream because a dream is like, it's like holding an ice cube. Okay. There's a time limit to this. And so sociologists tell us that for every 10 minutes you wait to write the dream, you lose 5% of the dream. So that's why when people say, oh, I had this amazing dream, but I said to myself, I'll go back to bed and I'll remember it in the morning and you wake up and you forget it. Why? Because the Bible says dreams are fleeting. So number one, the best thing to do is number one, emphatically, make a deal with the Holy Spirit that you'll wake up, turn the light on, write the dream down. And so get yourself a prayer journal, number one. Um, number two, it's great to read the scriptures right before bed. To pray in the spirit a lot of times, at least for me, it wakes me up. So it would be bad for me to pray in the spirit right before bed because uh, it just stirs my spirit man so much. And so, but I would say just meditate on the scripture, take a chapter, take a scripture, take a thought. And uh, yeah, that's a great, those are two great ways to cultivate God speaking in their dreams and God moving even more in their dreams. I, I, I believe this, to be honest with you, I believe that God is speaking more than we think he already is, but our soul is not catching what's going on in the nighttime. And so because of that, that's why we have the deja vus and those kinds of things, because we're getting that in the nighttime. And so it's like, oh, wait a minute, I've been here before. I've seen this before. I've experienced this before. And so, yeah, begin to log your dreams. <laughs> All right, listeners, first steps to getting this done. And uh, thanks to Tom Scarella for joining us today, talking about dreaming prophetically. Thanks for joining us. Amen.